Hey everybody, good morning. This is Heidi St. John. Today is Wednesday, the 31st of May. It's the last day of May. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I am on my way this morning to Chicago. Woot woot. I'm going to be in Chicago, actually in Naperville tomorrow through Saturday for the ICHE convention. I'm not sure how they what they call that. Is it itchy? <laughs> Inquiring minds need to know. I'm going to find out. But it sure looks that way. Anyway, ICHE. I will be there this weekend and I am really looking forward to meeting a whole bunch of you. This convention is actually being held at Calvary Church in Naperville. And listen, they've got some pretty cool speakers there, uh, not the least of which is one of the Benham brothers. So I'm kind of looking forward to sitting and listening to him this weekend. And I will be speaking every day, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So come on out. It's not too late to register. I know that they have closed down online registration, but you can register at the door. So go ahead and check it out. I'm going to link back to it in the show notes today, but it's I-C-H-E dot org, Illinois Christian Home Educators dot org. So come on out. You can hear me and David Benham and Jason Dillinger, just to name a few of the awesome speakers that are going to be there. Also, this is the last day for the May Scripture Writing Challenge, and on Monday, we're going to start a brand new challenge. So I want to encourage you, if you're not Scripture Writing with me, uh, check it out at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Scripture Writing. We are going to be focusing this month on the attributes of God. So I figured since it's Father's Day coming up, I'm going to go ahead and talk about what a good father God is. So some of you know my history and sort of my testimony. I didn't grow up with the best of scenarios at home, and I struggled my whole life, really, with my relationship with my earthly dad. And when I was in my early, well, I'd say not early, I'd say mid, probably mid to late 20s, the Lord really started showing me how much He loved me. And it was a it was a, a game changer for me to sort of see myself through the lens of the eyes of my heavenly father. So we're gonna start the month of June in our scripture writing, and I hope you guys will join me. Um, And we're gonna start in Psalm 68. So I thought I'll give you a little bit of a preview because we really do serve a good father. God is a good, good father. I love that song. I love watching my kids sing it. But Psalm 68 verses four through six, which is the first passage that we're gonna write out tomorrow, says, sing to God, sing in praise of his name, extol him who rides on the clouds, rejoice before him, his name is the Lord. A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. He leads out the prisoners with singing, but the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. Listen, this is awesome. This is the God that we serve. The Bible says that he's worthy of praise. He's a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, and God cares about each one of you who are listening to this podcast today. It is life-changing, men and women, to be in the Word of God every day. There's a whole bunch of reasons why we want to be in the Word, why I will always send you back to the Bible, because we are a generation in desperate need of wisdom, right? There's so much going on in the culture today. So I hope that you'll join me in scripture writing for the month of June as we write about what a good father we have in the Lord Jesus. So speaking of a good, good father, the Bible says that wisdom actually comes from him. And so that's going to be the theme of what I talk about today. And actually for the next several days, I'm going to talk a little bit about embracing wisdom and why it's so important. The Bible says in Proverbs that a wise woman builds her home. 
And I see a lot of destructive behavior happening among women right now, certainly in our marriages. It's also in the culture. I did a podcast on the Women's March a long time ago, which I won't refer back to very much today because it just makes me mad. (laughs) But I want to encourage you to go to the Bible for wisdom. Something I find interesting, and I was reading Proverbs 1 a little while ago, and something that I'm finding very interesting as I'm studying the Word is, A, every time I read the Word of God, something new uh, is shown to me. And I think that's true for all of us, every single one of us. You can think, man, I've read the Bible a hundred times and what uh, what more am I going to learn? I'm here to tell you, God will show you something new about his character and his heart for you every time you open the word of God. And if you're brand new to the Bible, there is a wealth of information. God says that wisdom comes from him. So Proverbs 1 says, well, I'm just going to start right at the beginning. And so it says, uh, for gaining wisdom and instruction for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, for doing what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to those who are simple, knowledge and discretion to the young, let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance for understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings of the riddles and the wise. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. I talked a couple of weeks ago about discernment. This is something I like to talk about when I'm speaking live to audiences because discernment is something that is woefully lacking in the culture today. Remember, remember I quoted Spurgeon, Charles Spurgeon said, that discernment is not knowing the difference between right and wrong. Discernment is knowing the difference between right and almost right. So we have a lot of things happening in the culture right now that I think Christians, we're getting kind of tripped up on them because we think, man, you're right. We should love, right? We love, 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 right? Love is the greatest of these is love. So I hear Christians saying love wins, right? I hear this all the time. Here's the difference between knowing what's right and almost right. So we're we're right in that we're we're called to love everyone, but we're wrong I think as a as a culture in that because we love them somehow we don't uh we don't use our eyes or use wisdom to determine what is right and wrong based on the word of God. So that's the difference between right and wrong and right and almost right. And we desperately need wisdom and discernment in the culture today. The Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And so we don't want to be fools, right? And we don't want our children to be fools either. And so when you see something happening in the world around you, which you think, man, I just don't know what to think about that. Can I just encourage you to go back to the word of God? I'm going to continue on in Proverbs 1 verse 8. It says, listen, my son, to your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching. They are a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. My son, if sinful men entice you, do not give in to them. If they say, come along with us, let's lie in wait for innocent blood. Let's ambush some harmless soul. Let's swallow them alive like the grave and whole like those who go down to the pit. We will get all sorts of valuable things and fill our houses with plunder. Cast lots with us and we will share the loot. My son, this is what Solomon's saying, dude. If, if If these are the kind of people that are talking to you, do not go along with them. Do not set foot on their paths. For their feet rush into evil and they are swift to shed blood. 
How useless to spread a net where every bird can see it. These men lie in wait for their own blood. They ambush themselves. Such are the paths of all who go after ill-gotten gain. It takes away the life of those who get it. So really Solomon is saying more than anything else, we need to be walking in a path of wisdom and we need to be teaching our children to do the same thing. Remember I've said this before. Those of you who've been listening to the podcast know that I say this a lot. We cannot give our kids but we don't have. So if we're not uh, exercising wisdom in our everyday lives, if we're not praying, if we're not coming to the Lord and saying, Father, I need your help. I'll just be honest with you. Jay and I just spent a few minutes in prayer right before we recorded this podcast because we recognize, A, there's so many things going on in our lives right now that are pulling us away from what uh, God wants us to do, right? The devil is crafty and he's had thousands of years to practice on human beings, right? The devil is a lot of things, but he isn't stupid. And he knows exactly how to get us, exactly how to discourage us. And we need God's wisdom and God's uh, and and really the discernment that comes from heaven to be able to see through the lies of the enemy and go, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on today, and this is not worth focusing on. This is worth stressing out, and this is not worth stressing out about. And I think it's easy for us, especially at the end of the school year. And I just say, I am tired of homeschooling. I'll just I'll just say it. Right. So as soon as I'm done uh, with podcasting today, I'm going to go down and I'm going to tackle long division again. And we're going to talk about prepositions and adverbs. And we're going to do it for what feels like the hundred millionth time today. And I'm going to take this up again on Friday and just kind of talk to the mom who's so tired that she's forgotten the importance of shepherding and, and discipling children. And sometimes we put a thing that's good above the thing that's the best, which is why, again, we need wisdom. But I've just got a few minutes in the podcast today. So I want to uh, kind of pull out something that I noticed was interesting as I continued reading in Proverbs 1. Starting in verse 20, Solomon goes on to say, out in the open, wisdom calls aloud. She raises her voice in the public square. On top of the wall, she cries out at the city gates. She makes her speech. How long will you who are simple love your simple ways? How long will mockers delight in mockery and fools hate knowledge? Repent at my rebuke. Then I will pour out my thoughts to you. I will make known to you my teachings. But since you refuse to listen, this is important. Listen up, you guys. Verse 24, since you refuse to listen when I call. And no one pays attention when I stretch out my hand, since you disregard all my advice and do not accept my rebuke. I in turn will laugh when disaster strikes you. I will mock when calamity overtakes you. When calamity overtakes you like a storm, when disaster sweeps over you like a whirlwind, when distress and trouble overwhelm you, then they will call to me, but I will not answer. They will look for me, but will not find me, since they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the Lord. Since they would not accept my advice and spurned my rebuke, they will eat of the fruit of their ways and be filled with the fruit of their schemes. You know, I was thinking about this. The Bible says in James 1 that anybody who lacks wisdom, ask for it from God and it will be given to him generously, right? And without reproach. So God longs to give wisdom to his people. We see this over and over and over in the word of God. But if you take a closer look at Proverbs 1, verses 28 to 33, you realize that that wisdom is kind of conditional. God is saying, listen, if I have I have been offering this to you and offering it and offering it to you, and when I get it, you do not answer. He's saying, then they will call to me, but I will not answer. They will look for me, but will not find me. Since they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the Lord, since they would not accept my advice and spurn my rebuke, they will eat of the fruit of their ways and be filled with the fruit of their schemes. 
for the waywardness of of the simple will kill them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. This is verse 33, but whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. This is a big deal because I think sometimes as believers, we take it for granted that if we just ask God for wisdom, he's going to give it to us. But it's more than that. God is saying not only do we need to ask him for wisdom, we actually need to be obedient. So when he tells us what to do, we need to do it. And sometimes we know what to do. Remember we talked about this last week when I was telling you about my little uh, my little battle with Netflix, me and my in the privacy of my own home with my 10,000 pounds of cold, wrinkled laundry. And I'm going, man, I really want to watch this show. But God's saying, no, that's not for you. It's not for you. And I think it's wisdom, right? It's wisdom. It says, you know what, Lord, I'm going to obey. And in the same way that we ask our children, we have a thing in our home when our children were little uh, that we called first-time obedience. I'm pretty sure Jay and I learned this from a parenting program. There wasn't a whole lot of great things I don't think that we took away from that parenting program, but first-time obedience was certainly one of them. And I believe as children, the Bible says that we are children of the living God right? And so when God asks us to do things, we also want to be known for first-time obedience. And so Solomon is basically saying, listen, if you continue to ignore what God's asking you to do, then eventually you're going to call to me, but I'm not going to answer. You're going to look for me, but you're not going to find me because you hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. The Bible's saying, seek wisdom while it can be found. Seek wisdom while it can be found. And that is in every area of your life, in every area of our lives, whether it's choosing right now, some of us are choosing to take an easy road, right? Whether it's discipling our children because we're we're tired, we don't want to do it. So we're just like, you know what, watch whatever you want to on television. I'll tell you what, uh, as I am approaching 50 <laughs> and been parenting for what seems like a really long time, I got to tell you, it is exhausting to be constantly overseeing our children and their social media, constantly trying to go, hey, how much time have you guys spent online? By the way, I've invested in Disney Circle. I want to encourage you to do the same thing. Like I've told you guys before, I'll link back to it today. Uh, you can buy Disney Circle on Amazon and I'll link back to it. And if you purchase that on uh, through the link that I send you, I get a little kickback, which helps uh, really support me as I'm doing this podcast for you guys. But I just want to encourage you, don't give up uh, on and hanging in there with your kids and asking the Lord, Father, give me strength. Help me not to grow weary in doing good because we know that a harvest is coming. How do we know? Because God says that it's coming. If we sow wind into the lives of our children, if we just go, you know what? We don't care anymore. Just watch whatever you want to on television. Stay up as late as you want to. It's exhausting, isn't it? Just keep up after your kids, but God's saying, don't give up. Because if you don't give up, eventually you're going to reap a harvest of righteousness and a harvest of joy. Jay and I took our kids out on uh, Lake Merwin here in Washington State for Memorial Day the other day. And all of us got a really nice um, suntan slash sunburn. Because like I told you, we are like uh, moles coming out from under rocks this time of year. So <laughs> we're pretty pasty white. So no matter how much sunscreen it seems like we put on, we all still got burned. But I'll tell you what, Jay and I, we, we got in a canoe that Jay's grandfather made by hand, uh, I think back in the early 90s. Anyways, we got into this canoe. Jay and I were you know, canoeing around this lake and kind of listening to the faint sounds of our kids playing on the shore and, and watching our family really from a distance from qu- across the lake. And both of us were like, this is, a, this is the hardest, best thing we've ever done is not give up on our kids and seek the Lord for wisdom. Do we always do it? No. 
Do we fail sometimes? Absolutely. But I'm here to tell you right now that if you are growing weary and seeking wisdom, if you are just tired of the day-to-day grind, God wants to refresh and restore your spirit. He, he does it through the reading of his word. He does it through spending time with him. He does it in so many ways. And God is saying, listen, I want to give you wisdom for every area of your life, wisdom for your finances, wisdom for the decisions that you are facing right now. Some of you are trying to decide what you're going to do next year for school. And God's saying, hey, I want to talk to you about it. Listen to me. I'm getting the word. So I want to encourage you today. This is the last day of May. I'm going to start a brand new scripture writing challenge tomorrow. And like I told you before I read at the beginning of this podcast, I'm going to start in Psalm 68. And hopefully it just encourages you to serve the living God, who is your good, good father, who who the Bible says has every good thing in store for you. It doesn't mean we're not going to struggle in this life. It doesn't mean we're not going to have uh, problems and frustrations and relational issues that need to be worked out. But God is saying, come to me and I will give you wisdom. I am a fountain of wisdom for you. I am going to be really excited to see what God does in your hearts as you get into the word with me for the month of June. You can find my scripture writing plan at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. And for those of you who are thinking, I am just, I'm, I'm just at the end of my rope right now. I don't know if I can keep keep doing this parent. Well, I can keep doing the parenting thing, right? Because what choice do you have? But we're just going, can I do it well? (laughs) Can I finish well? We're going to come back on Friday. I'm going to talk about why it's so important that we finish well, not just not just start out well, but parenting and marriage and relationships, these are marathon things. These are things that we're going to deal with and be engaging with our entire lives. And God is saying, walk with me, walk with me and grow wise. So I hope you guys are encouraged by what we're doing here at the podcast. I love it. If you leave reviews over um, at the over at the podcast, you can go to iTunes, click on the little gear shift. It will allow you to leave a review for the Heidi St. John podcast. And we love to hear from you. Also, if this ministry has been an encouragement to you, can I just encourage you to support it financially? Uh, we would really be blessed by that. Firmly Planted Family is a nonprofit organization and all of your donations are tax deductible. You can send a donation to Firmly Planted Family, PO Box 460, Battleground, Washington, 98604. And one more announcement before I leave today. I've heard from several of you who are like, hey, I already pre-ordered Becoming Mom Strong, and I want to get a necklace half off. And so you're right. I should have thought about that earlier, and I didn't. So we do it on the road all the time. I just forget that there are thousands of you listening on the podcast who aren't necessarily traveling on the road with me. So if you have already ordered my brand new book, I've pre-ordered it, Becoming Mom Strong, which also, by the way, you can get a Bible study companion for. It's going to be a great group study for the fall. We're going to be helping you start Mom Strong groups in your neck of the woods. And I will give you more information about that as the summer moves along and falls a little bit closer. But if you're interested in hosting a MomStrong group, if you have already ordered Becoming MomStrong and you would like to get a necklace half off, uh, please email me, podcast at thebusymom.com, and someone on our staff will get back to you with a link that will allow you to do that. If you haven't pre-ordered Becoming MomStrong, while supplies last, and we have a, like I said, we have a limited supply of these, Uh, but you can get one of my uh, scripture writing necklaces, all but the legacy line. You can get uh, right now half off when you pre-order 
Becoming MomStrong. I am so excited about Becoming MomStrong. I think you guys would be encouraged and blessed and hopefully renewed in your vision as a mom for what God wants to do through you in the life of your kids. So check it out at HeidiStJohn.com and just click on the store link or you can go to HeidiStJohnShop.com and that'll take you straight to the necklaces and straight to the scripture writing challenges and all that. For those of you who have not joined me on my June scripture writing challenge, and that's everyone because June is tomorrow, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. Be sure and subscribe to the blog and that will be emailed to your inbox. For those of you who have already subscribed, it should already be in your inbox. Let us know if you're having trouble getting it. Podcast at TheBusyMom.com and I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.